Let's just pray. Lord, open our hearts and minds to understand and perceive your word for us this day, now and always. Amen. Amen. We spoke about and thought about prayer earlier in the year, and today we think about it again as we look and we heard a rather wonderful wonderful reading um, from Luke. The other readings were okay too, by the way. Um, But I kind of thought that that passage from Luke is a sermon in itself. What more could I add to it? But prayer is really important. And as Karina said in the uh, announcements this morning, that we all are part of the church. We're all part of God's wonderful plan that everything we do is supported through prayer. And I myself have felt the enormous support by the prayers of you guys and girls in, in the churches over the last um, months and year, almost two years now. So prayer is immensely important and I am so grateful for all the prayers that have been given And, but it is something that we need to continually return to, not only because sometimes we find it difficult to pray, but also to refresh our ideas on how and why we pray. As you know, prayer is the backbone of our faith. Without prayer, our actions hold no power or substance in the world. We know this. We know that prayer is important in our lives as followers of Christ. We know it is something we should do and we do pray together every week in church. And we might also go and join um, Brian and Lynette in their house for prayer. And then you've got the home groups as well and I'm sure you pray in those too. Yes. However, sometimes prayer does not come easily. We may find there are many barriers to prayer, like not having the time or quietness in which to have that moment with God. We may feel we don't have the right words or we're not worthy enough to speak to God. Perhaps we have found our prayers have just not been answered, and so we give up praying as it seems so pointless. We all have our own personal barriers which prevent our relationship from God deepening. And in these times, uh, in these times like these, a careful, open, kind and honest self-examination may be needed. For we know that we are in a season where we find it difficult to pray. And like all seasons, they pass. I was thinking about this when I stood in the kitchen the other day doing the washing up. Occasionally do do that. What dishwasher mostly does it. But occasionally, you know, I might wash up the odd thing. Usually Bertie's dog bowls. And every day I like to drink coffee. And I use a cafetiere. I never used to use a cafetiere, but uh, since moving, I moved to Malvern 
Everyone uses a cafetiere there. I don't know, it must be the culture. Up until that point, I was happy with, you know, instant. Can't go back to that now. And every day before I use my cafetiere, I have to wash out the dregs from the uh, pot and take the plunger apart to wash out all the dregs in there. If you don't do it, by the way, it makes your coffee very bitter. So if you're wondering why your coffee tastes bitter, wash your plunger. (laughs) It's almost like a daily ritual, this washing bit. And it's there is a certain point about that bitterness. It's it's if you don't um, do that, that freshly made coffee will be tainted. And as I said, it won't taste as good. So daily, my cafetiere is broken down, cleaned, and put me put back together again. And this reminded me of prayer. Through prayer, God breaks us down, clears away the dregs, and transforms us, builds us up into the person he wants us to be. He puts us back together in the image that he wants us to be. But this only happens if we allow God into our inner being, if we give him the space to do the work within us. The way we pray can either help or hinder the way God works within us. Now, I'm not saying that there is a right way to pray, but There is okay ways, and there are better ways. The better way can be seen in the passage from Luke. Jesus is modelling how to pray. He shows that his relationship is very intimate with God. So intimate, in fact, that he calls God Father. This closeness in their relationship is the same closeness Jesus wants us all to have and is the purpose of his prayer. So notice how he goes on to pray. He does not tell God what he wants, but asks. Sometimes our prayers can fall into a list of demands, of commanding God what we think needs to be done. God does not need micromanaging. He does not need to be told what to do. He's already aware of the situation and will deal with it as he thinks best. So our place then is to just trust in God, to trust God will answer our prayers, but be humble in knowing that God's way is not necessarily our way. That that how God will answer will be what we really need and not what we think we need. Notice also that Jesus states, So I say to you, ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and the door will be opened to you. For everyone who asks receives, and the one who seeks finds. And to the one who knocks, the door will be opened. 
So Jesus says, just ask. Sometimes we feel God expects we feel God expects amazingly intricate and holy language when all God wants from us to hear uh, when all God wants really is to hear us as we are. We do not need special words with which to speak to God with. Just a side note, try not to be too long. I was at a meeting uh, of priests last week in Droitwich and somebody was praying, um, another priest was praying with a family that was struggling with something that they didn't want in their house. Uh, Not a person, just something spiritual. And after the priest had gone through all his holy prayers, sorry, that sounded a bit sarky, um, the person just turned around and said, yes, God, just tell him to off. (laughs) Yes, I know, I don't usually swear like that. But um, it, it did the, and it happened. And that house was peaceful afterwards. So I thought that was quite interesting. <laughs> so God uses us as we are with the language that we have, although I wouldn't actually say use that sort of language very often. Um, lastly, we may say, I have no time to pray. And to me, that's a little bit like saying, I have no time to breathe. Yet we breathe without consciously thinking about it. And without breath, we would suffocate. Life without daily prayer is like slowly suffocating. Without prayer, without having daily conversations with God, we cut ourselves off from the very source of life. And our lives stagnate as they are without God's guidance or openness to being changed by him. We can lose our true sense of purpose without the discipline of daily conversations with God. Another word for discipline is training, which I quite like because the word discipline is a bit of a difficult word for some people. It was for me. Through the training of prayer, We hold ourselves accountable before God in recognition of our needs for his place in our life. Jesus taught his followers to pray intimately to a shared father through using the Our Father prayer or the Lord's Prayer. This God whom we can call upon as Father has time for each and every one of us. The same time he is given to me is given to you. No more, no less. Through the Our Father prayer, we are united not only with God, but with each other. We join in with God's holy dance of love and celebration, of freedom to be truly human children of God in a world which ignores God's gifts and him. God invites us any time, any place, in any way, to come drink from his life-giving water. 
in the insurance that your Father will give you what you need. So come into the Father's arms, for you are his beloved child. Open yourself to hearing his words, safe in the knowledge that he will hear you. If you find yourself stuck, thirsty, worn down, then take time out to renew your prayer lives and once again dedicate yourself to your Father who is longing to hear from you. Amen.